What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies. This is the Nationalist Inquirer. Your week, uh, midweek. Sorry, I was going to say Wednesday. And yeah, it'll be Wednesday when you get this. Your Wednesday edition of the Paranormies. I'm Johnny Monoxide. All right. And I'm here with Reinhardt. What's up? Not a whole lot. Uh, just came down from the mountaintop. It's a nice day out. Yes, it was beautiful today. And Dogbot, what is up? Oh, not much. It was a perfect day for spring cleaning in the Chupacabra kennel. Uh, cracked open the doors and uh, hosed down all the chicken blood off the floors. It's pretty pretty standard fare for you over there, isn't it? Uh, you got to power wash that shit, man. It uses a lot of water. It does. It's a very resource-intensive hobby you got going on there. I love it, though. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's your passion. Besides, you know, besides your art, obviously. But, uh, yeah. All right. And uh, over in the corner, taking notes uh, on his phone this time because apparently his house blew away or something. Jack the intern. What's up, man? Yeah, I'm I'm stuck somewhere in Kansas right now. I don't know where the fuck I am. <laughs> Great. Great. Be careful which bus you get on there, kid. All right. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. It's the middle of the week. How's everybody's weekend? Uh, I mean, bless. Right. Blessed and yeah. highly favored. I worked all weekend, but yeah, it was good. Is what it is. Well, yeah, I worked half the weekend too, so it's all right. A lot of a lot of things happened though. A lot of spoop go on this weekend. Did a bunch of stuff happen? Was there another shooting? Was I mistaken? There's a few uh, of those. Oh, yeah, just a few, and apparently oh, a new no. Asian American attack. Oh no! Was it another? Was it another white supremacist attacking an Asian? No, from from the looks of it, this is a black dude in a uh, in an orange ski mask who oh beat up God. two Asian women. Oh Jesus! A black dude in an orange ski mask. Well, he's keeping people safe from COVID, I guess. One of them uh, beat the crap out of a, I think, Instagram influencer in front of like a hotel or something. And uh, she was really upset because she donated about half a month's paycheck to Black Lives Matter last year. She doesn't understand. she... She doesn't understand why she was so betrayed. Huh. Something like that. Interesting. I don't, know. I don't know who. I don't know anything about that story whatsoever. Don't really care. Give her a few months. She might yeah. start to understand. I sure. I don't know. She paid the toll, and then the coal burned her. <laughs> right. That's usually what happens. Yeah. Usually get burned by the coal that you're burning at the time because it's hot, and you'll get burned by it. You guys want to do the the Satan thing first? Want to get that out of the way? Yeah, I mean, speaking of burning coal. <laughs> yeah, speaking of burning coal. Or descending down brimstone. A coal yes, brimstone in your music coal. video into hell. Yes. To twerk on Satan. Forever. That's forever. Yes, it's America. Um, so I, I guess I was right. Nike had nothing to do with these shoes made by MSCHF or Mischief, the small Brooklyn-based company. Uh, they're suing. Mischief Nike is over the sale of 666 pairs of altered Nike Air Max 97s as Satan shoes in collaboration with the nigger faggot 
Lil Nas X. I had to get it out of the way first, you guys. I just had to. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, li- hey, it's very, literally, it's not often. It's a tempting combination of words. It's not often. Yeah, it's a, it's a very good smush word. It's not often that you get to talk about a literal one of these. Yes. Like, and one who, who literally gave the game away for all homosexuals by twerking on Satan. Well, it's not every day you get to talk about an open one. Right. A lot of these, it turns out, are quite... Uh, you know, they keep it quite well under wraps for yeah. the purpose of selling records. Like, I decided to try to look at a couple YouTube videos uh, from people I subscribe on the topic just to see what they were talking about. And there's an account that I follow called Shaking Your Head Productions, huh. and they did a video on the overall Satanism and homosexuality in modern rap music. And there was a really disturbing clip where little Wayne was talking about how he was raped in a kitchen (laughs) by a bunch of men when he was 11 years old. And this was not a traumatic experience for him. He was talking about how much he loved it. Yeah. I I remember. Did you post that in the chat? Do we, do we still have that? I want to actually, Where is it? Is that in the, in the prep chat? It should it should be, or I posted it in just our uh, Paranormies uh, chat. But I didn't. I don't think I put it on the main channel at all. Because, hmm. Yeah, I don't see it in the prep chat. Uh, looking for it in the. Yeah, I saw that, and it was really disturbing. It's a very disturbing video. Lil Wayne's talking about how he got raped in the kitchen and he was being prepared for it. Like they, you know, made him go to the kitchen to get raped. Yes. He was like, yeah, I was waiting for it and whatever. I don't know. You guys want to play it and listen to the thing? If you can find it. Yeah. Is it a uh, video? I saw it. I know you posted it, DB, but anyway, it's very disturbing. And Lil Wayne talks about how he got raped, and he talks about it was it was uh, what Big Baby did to him, and that's the Birdman or whatever. That's he's the head of that record company or whatever. I don't know anything about them, but yes. So getting raped, and it was the best one of the best moments of his life. He says, and. That is what they do. It is homosexuality, but it's also, apparently it's like a, a whole show of dominance thing, like dogs, supposedly, with that. I don't know. That's like... But that's how they make more. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people say, well, well, homosexuals can't reproduce, and it's like... Well, no, well, they reproduce not through in the, trauma. Not in the biological yeah. way that you understand it. They they re, they reproduce through these means. Yeah, it's right. all it's all trauma. It's in the Telegram chat now. Okay. But it's not the first thing on the video. It's just it's in the, it's embedded in in that video. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. It's. Um. Yeah. You're you're exactly right by saying they <clears throat> they basically re- reproduce through trauma with all this and basically completely breaking down the psyche. Of young kids, um, yeah, and kind of stitching them back together as this 
like homosexual Frankenstein, essentially. MK Ultra, you know, mm-hmm. trauma based mind control. It's what it is. It's all trauma based. MK Ultra nigger faggots. Yes. If that could only be the show title. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the MK Ultra down low. There you go. There you go. That's a, that's a good start. So, Nike's suing. Um, it's, you know, Nike wants nothing to do with it. But, according to uh, one of Mischief's founders, Daniel Greenberg, he said in an email, he said, uh, sacrificed is just a cool word. It's a cool word. You know, um, it was just the Mischief team that gave the blood, said Daniel Greenberg. And when he asked who collected the blood, he replied, uh, yeah, ha, 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 not medical professionals. We did it ourselves, LOL. There you go. So this Jew, wow. Daniel Greenberg, collected some blood from one of his people. Well, that's the thing, the, the company Mischief, there's only like six employees. Um, they're a little quirky company that makes little things like bath bombs and, you know, like... Uh, Toaster-shaped bath bombs and rubber chicken bongs. There you go, a bong that looks like a rubber chicken. Mm. So they're nice and edgy. Yeah, they're saying. like yeah, they're like an edgy little artsy. Some Jewish kids money laundering enterprise. I see the metaphor with the rubber chicken bong. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's pretty a uh, pretty homo metaphor going on there. Yeah. Mm. All right. Never mind. Just putting your mouth on cock, you know, to inhale uh, yeah, smoke right, coming out go. of it. Yeah. Did I have to? Did I have to? Plomp, plomp. Yeah, I oh, wasn't thinking. Yeah. yeah. No, well, it wasn't even a joke. Right. It's like I, I imagine that's what. I, I listen. I imagine they literally made that joke as they came up with the idea. Oh, I'm sure they did. Yeah. Actually, now that I think about it, they most most definitely did. Um, uh, however, suck a cock for their bud. Yeah, well, you know, you, do you know the reason why they made these these shoes? These were the follow up to the Jesus shoes, which contained holy water. Follow up? Yeah. Like I, I don't know which ones came first. Now, according to this article, the these were the follow up to the Jesus shoes. I think these are literally. Uh, cross promotion with his terrible music video, which the song happens to be about a tryst with his best friend that happened over a summer who the best friend did not want any of this information to come out because he's one of those blacks that can't admit he's homosexual. He's on the down low or Mm. whatever. And the name of the song is his best friend. So, he basically used <laughs> used his, the relationship he had with his best friend that was supposed to be secret, but probably wasn't very secret. Everybody around them probably knew because people aren't that stupid generally. But, sure. Uh, it, he used it for content. And <laughs> oh, what dedication! Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, that's really putting yourself into the role. Yeah, Literally. I wonder if his friend gets royalties. 
for I the song, sales of the song. Yeah, I, I wouldn't think. I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so. No, no. If he's on the download, yeah, I, I would imagine if not. If he's on the download, you know, I don't think he's going to be wanting to be collecting. Maybe who knows? Who knows, dude? Who knows? Oh God, God! All he's looking at all these entertainer people things, and it's they're definitely trannies. Like it's so easy to tell the trannies now. Right. It. it <laughs> it's amazing. Um, speaking of the Hollywood trannies, um, everybody's favorite friend, Jennifer Aniston. But she's she's a witch now. Is this what I hear? She's a witch. Was she what the else? favorite? Everybody's favorite friend, absolutely. They kept the, okay. they kept the set at a certain temperature just so her nipples were hard. Like that was like a whole thing. That there was the oh. Rachel. The Rachel I, was a hair a hairstyle that women women got for a very long time. She was absolutely the favorite friend. I I, I guess I was just unaware. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, nobody cared about Lisa Kudrow. No. Pretty sure everybody knew she was a guy anyway on the show. <laughs> they all did. She least, actually yeah. talked about that. Guys, they would actually tell her how manish she looked. Like, well, well, gee, I wonder why. And the quadruple pronged Adam's apple. <laughs> right. <laughs> but no, this, yeah, uh, apparently it, she's just all about empowering women with mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. sticks. Talking sticks. Yes, well, apparently. Will you enlighten us? What is yeah, the talking on. stick, Reinhardt? <laughs> well, apparently, so Jennifer Aniston has been doing this for like 30 years. She calls this a goddess circle. Um, and apparently these things surround major life events like 50th birthday, weddings, uh, different things. And I guess they involve charms. They involve... Um, readings or seances um, music and candles they usually will call in a facilitator or something uh, but for her she talks about it being involving some kind of cha- like charm stick that will talk and it's it's basically a an effigy for feminine energy and that's the entire purpose of this special ritual that they do and apparently have been doing for 30 years her and her closest friends. I, I immediately thought of the ventriloquist comedian who had the jalapeno on a stick thing. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff Dunham. Dunham. Yeah. 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 What about him? Uh, I, I, the talking stick and every, I, I, all oh. I could think of was some kind of like bad ventriloquist gotcha. act that her and her friends, you know, would have. Oh, um, apparently some of the people that could be involved with this. Mm-hmm. Her closest friends, Courtney Cox and Lisa Kudrow from Friends, Reese Witherspoon and Chelsea Handler. Oh, boy. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Ugh. Hmm. All disgusting women. Women. <laughs> women implying. <laughs> Dude, Aniston's feet are like a men's size 11. Well, I'm looking at the picture that's in the uh, the E article that I posted in the chat. Mm-hmm. You have to open it up. But she looks like a full-on dude. Which in this picture? Which picture? I'll just post it in the. Uh, I'll copy it over to the chat. I'm looking at the one. Well, no, the one in the black leather dress. Is that the one? 
Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's the picture. Yeah, I guess it does look like a dude. His shoulders are. There's just some emasculating. Well, they're they're um, definitely anorexic. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Wearing that collar to cover up the Adam's apple. <laughs> and she's still got the leather nipples too. They always they always throw that Whoa, out there the to what? make sure you know it's a woman. Oh, no, right. Well, no, the, the Jennifer Aniston nipples. It doesn't matter what she's wearing. You have to be able to see her nipples. It's like in her contract or something. Right, but what what did how did Reinhardt refer to him? Uh, did you say he, leather. He, he, yeah, he said uh, her. She's le- wearing a leather dress. Yeah, I, oh, I believe he was referring the, to the I, leather I he dress. Meant the nipples were leather. That's kind of how it came out. Yeah. Okay. okay. I, I was mean, like, it could how, be. I, oh, 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 no, it, it was you know obviously Freudian slip, but you know. <laughs> um, is, is it a Freudian at this point, or is it more dogbot? Dog yeah, bot slip? this is a. This is a. Hmm. We got to come up with a name for that. Hmm. Yeah, dog body in doesn't sound right. It sounds retarded, actually. Don't ever say that again, John. All right. Um. <laughs> I love you too. Yes, love you too, bro. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston's a witch, apparently. Well, Bella has uh, posted in the chat a couple times. Um, whenever we call somebody a tranny, um, she'll post something about them being a witch. I don't know. Okay. I mean, it doesn't preclude not right exclusive. Right. I was gonna say it, it's not. Yeah, it's not exclusive. To yeah, another. they're not mutually exclusive. But then again, you know the people, uh, because people like to they like to try and dunk on us or joke about you know all oh, real women don't exist. Ah, ha 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 ha. But now a lot of these are real women. Like we were talking about before the show, Marino Abramovich. Um, many of these like higher up people are. Mm-hmm. actual women mm-hmm. but all the people in the entertainment industry the people that are shoved in your face that you know their names their household names right um you know they're they are household names for a reason yeah hmm yeah i don't know that, that's that's tough to look at uh you know it's it's kind of like you know, I, I recall people that I would hang out with at bars when they would get into the which chick from Friends was the hottest discussion. Yeah. And uh, I, I would think in the back of my head, I don't like any of them. Um, please do not let this conversation roll around to me. But the the predominant opinion seemed to be that this one with, as Reinhardt put it, the leather nipples. Uh, <laughs> yes. The leather nippled Jennifer Aniston. Looking more and more like her father, John Voigt, every day. His father, I guess. you know. But, I mean, it's, it's possible, plausible, that it could be a woman for the witch. Or it could be a, it could be a trainee and still be the witch. There's, there's still that. You know, that's not... Look, just because it's a... It's a dude. I mean, a witch doesn't preclude it from being a guy. It just what I was going to say is just because you know they're witches doesn't preclude them from also being dudes. Apparently, um, guys aren't just warlocks. Guys can also be witches. I thought witches were only female. I was wrong. I was told in a uh, witchcraft and occult group on Facebook that men can also be witches. 
And it but it's it's also not a fucking role playing game, right? right? Yeah. So like, yeah. I mean, if they if they practice dark magic, then they just practice dark magic. And it's not yeah, like, the title it's not is like really irrelevant at that knight, point. So we have to call them a paladin. No, I you know <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, and, and the bloodline great... matters. If you're a trainee from a specific bloodline that has power, then mm. guess what? You got the power. You've got plus six against being a piece of shit. <laughs> Or you mean towards being a piece of shit, not against. Those people are usually extremely large pieces of shit. Did I ruin your joke? Oh, no, but uh, if they consume two potions of adrenochrome, then they can defeat the boss. Okay. I was going to say they would become the boss. Yeah, I was thinking more along those lines myself. Uh-huh. See now, now in my head, I'm working a D and D campaign together for us woke folks. Hmm. This could actually work. Interesting. Anyways, interesting. It's always going to be a Jew. You know, bad guys just going to end up being a Jew. Always. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the bad guy's not going to be Robert Seffer. No, the bad guy's not going to be Robert. Oh man! All right. You know what? We're going to do. You know, we haven't. We've had all this stuff about Robert Seffer that we've wanted to talk about. Because we are a uh, Robert Seffer fan club around here at the Paranormies. Uh, we listen to his, his, we watch his videos, we listen to his, his little talks. I love the ukulele stuff. Apparently, apparently somebody told us that we should, uh, you know, we should, we should, we should know that, that he's a Persian Jew. <laughs> and I don't believe that. So uh, I'd like to see some proof of that. I doubt it. Until then, he is the autistic Aryan anthropology philosopher king. And um, I love his videos. So take that. Yeah, like it, it. Like I was told that I don't know what his game is. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, he has four books for sale, and I bought two of them. So if his grift is is he's selling books on Amazon, uh, well, and it turns out that he's a member of the tribe or whatever, well, good. Gosh darn it, he got me for two books. He got me out of a total of $30, which is not but that bad considering some, considering some of the grifts that I've seen uh, run in right-wing circles in the past four years. Uh, uh, 30 bucks is uh, pretty pretty cheap. Yeah. All right. Tell us how you really um, feel. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. It's not a, it's not a grift, and his books are great. I have Actually, I have all four of his books with me. Um, I read, I'm rereading 1666 again. Yeah, I love his, I, I love his books and I don't care. And I don't, I don't believe that at all. I don't believe he's grifting at all. Uh, I think he's gone nuts on Facebook and Twitter and did he get banned yet on Twitter? Uh, he's nope. banned from Facebook, but on oh, okay. Twitter, he's Twitter. He's commenting on everything. Okay. Okay. That's right. No. Yeah. Like, on on Twitter, he's gone. He's got a he's got an opinion on it. I Who? think he's just trying to go fully hard. Uh, who's got until an op- he he had an opinion on Robert. What? Robert, yeah, Robert Seffer's got an opinion on everything. Okay. Yeah, he's going hard on on a lot of uh, well, it's anything from Black Lives Matter to like all the woke Black history, all of that. He's doing everything except dropping n bombs, basically. Wow. Right. He'll, he'll post he'll post that model of the Homo habilis creature <laughs> right. yeah you know like that's his visual n-bomb that he drops he's that like really well is. he's like well we're not descended from this right <laughs> <laughs> it's... He'll, he'll post it side by side with the uh 
the Cro Magnon skull comparison to mm. like a Germanic or Nordic person. Right. Uh, and then that, that compared side to by an side. African. He's like, these, yeah. these two are not related. Yeah. Right. Right. He's, well, you know, he's basically, well, he's basically dropping an end tower. Essentially. I mean, the, except the end tower is an entire skeleton. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Speaking end of end towers, <laughs> speaking of end towers, um, um, Oh no! Never mind. We'll do that later. Oh no! No, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Somebody we know oh. did a song called "End Tower." Ooh. Yeah. Was it also demolitioned, or did it fall on its own? What? Oh no! Well, any tower that they would build would inevitably fall on its own, wouldn't it? Right. I mean, right. Yeah. yeah. That's true. If they could get past the second story. Well, I mean, you know, they're working on building jet aircraft and spaceships right now. So you've seen the ones, right? The This inventor from Nigeria, 16-year-old inventor who's putting things together from the, this military dump. <laughs> he built like a, literally a couple of garbage cans and some LED lights. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, it, and it's got a motor where this thing spins around. It's a helicopter. See, because the thing goes around over your head. So technically. I love that one. Yeah. That's almost as good as the Ugandan military parade that had the giant APC carrier and the uh, the powered armor. Yes, and the the two the two legged the the two legged mech, the thing that was just standing was on the awesome. f- back of a flatbed. It never moved. Yeah, right. It was beautiful. It was great. It was they also obviously obviously non functioning. Clearly non functioning, you know. But they had it in their parade. It was great. I, the the subtle best out of all of it was the giant armored personnel carrier because obviously just making it bigger makes it b- a better right. APC. <laughs> like 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 that was the that was the that was the hidden military advantage logic behind it was uh, we're just going to make this armored armored personnel carrier bigger larger yeah this Humvee is now huge right yeah. it was it was. It was it was a thing of beauty. <laughs> well, you got to have somewhere to put the goats for sacrifice, the hookers, the blow, all of that. I mean, all the gold-plated AK-47s. Yeah. This, was, this wasn't the Haitian military parade. Ah. <laughs> Speaking of African uh, countries, did we ever... We talked about the, um, the tranny they put in his place, but the president of Tanzania, right? He died. They, they, mm-hmm. they whacked him for talking about COVID. Right, and they put a foreign tranny in his place. Yeah, somebody from Oman. That's interesting that you can... I mean, was it placed? Or was that? Well, was there an election and that thing won? I don't even know. I honestly really don't care. But the, the original guy, the Tanzanian guy, that's the guy who tested... Like, he tested the goat and the pawpaw and the, I think the bottle of Mountain Dew or something. And that was what, like the pawpaw that tested positive for... For COVID, he was the Tanzanian guy, the president that was doing all those and like doing the whole COVID is fake and gay from Africa. So. Right. Well, yeah, he yeah, he'd he been did. talking about it for a while. Um, said like we're not going to test anybody, we're not doing the the vaccine, any of mm. that. And then what was it? Six days later. Yep. Yeah, he wasn't even trying to start his own currency based off of a gold standard. No, he wasn't yeah. even trying to get away from a Rothschild-owned central bank. You know, it wasn't even anything like that. Yeah. They're killing motherfuckers for, like, denying COVID now. You gotta be careful. Ah, so the 
female president, the current female president, Samia Suluhu Hassan, uh, she attended University of Manchester and Southern New Hampshire University. Huh? University of Manchester is in like Manchester, England or Manchester? England. Okay. So University of Manchester. And then she came to the United States and went to University of New Hampshire for a master's. Yep. And let's see. Wait. Wow. 2015 obtained her MSc through in community economic development via joint program between the Open University of Tanzania and Southern New Hampshire. So she most likely traveled in between the two. 2015, um, she was in college. Yeah, but she's, I mean, she's how old? 60? Oh, 61? Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, oh, she's so got they like just, four kids. She's married to some black dude. Okay, so they just gave her like some honorary master's degree. Yeah, but she Amazing, did right? attend uh, University of Manchester in the 90s. Okay. Even so, she was in her 40s, right? <laughs> right. Well, yeah, she was born... Oh, that's why. She was born in the Sultanate of Zanzibar, where you know women clearly weren't allowed to get educations until uh, they threw off the white man's burden. Well, that's right. And then, they, yes, after... Because Zanzibar, so well known for its women's rights programs. And for Freddie Mercury. Oh, right. Freddie and here's a picture of her. Just put it in Skype. Yeah, that's a dude. That thing takes off the freaking hijab, and that's a dude. Honestly, it kind of looks like uh, James Earl Jones. Yeah, same phenotype. Yeah. But, yeah, so I was going to say get... Mohammedia. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Them glasses, the Malcolm X glasses, too. Really Oof. milking that Muslim th- thing. All right. Mahadi is Black Ramadan. <laughs> Mahadi is Ramadan sleepover. Oh, my God. Oh. Mohammedia gets modest. <laughs> Madia does Mecca. Madia does Mecca. <laughs> There we go. There's show title. Dia does the Hajj. Oh my god. <laughs> so, what is this you posted about uh, these fires in Vancouver? Yeah, I literally different. just saw that in Segui. Telegram. Yeah, so so there, these are Masonic temples that are burning. Yes, oh. uh, apparently three in Vancouver and North Vancouver. Um. Apparently, it was one man who was actually the arson for all three. Um, one man out on a mission. Yeah. What's funny is they don't seem to have released his ethnicity yet. Huh. So that leads me to believe probably a black guy. Man managed to or- get away, was arrested just before 10 a.m. in Burnaby near North Fraser Way, Marine Way, after about a 20 minute drive. Blah, blah, blah. He did a great job in stopping and speaking to this suspect. Referring to Man. the off duty officer. I love this image. Just posted it's a burned out shell of a Masonic temple. I love that. They were Asian. They <laughs> looked Asian. <laughs> they were speaking a weird language. I think it might have been. Was- Asian. Asian. <laughs> I hate Ben Stiller. Oh. Sorry, oh, man. That's all I could think of when he said that. When he said they 
they hadn't released the descriptions yet, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just... Well, it's it's Canada, right? So it could be an Asian. And by an Asian, it could be a Pakistani, you know? So. Well, yeah, I also... always found that interesting with our uh, our funny little island that we we love across the pond is that they refer to <laughs> so many people as Asian mm. that we don't call Asian over here. <laughs> Well, they, well it's, it's Asians or Packies. Yeah. Brown people are all Packies. No, but Fair they enough. call the Packies Asian. Well, they do. Well, they call, yeah, they call them Asian in the news, and that kind of gives Americans the uh, opinion that they're, like, Chinese Asian, which is what we think when we hear Asian. We hear Asian, we hear, like, Ching Chong. You know, like, that's Asian for here. For, for, see how racist we can get today, guys. Um <laughs> Play the nine most racist notes. You can, you know, no, never mind. Don't Why we're not we're not losing listeners. We don't no. have to like up the races. <laughs> I know, right? The numbers right. back up. No, no, we just yeah. We're actually, you know, what I noticed. I noticed we haven't we haven't been doing racisms. You know, we haven't. Been. It's kind of hard to when you're just so f- like you're so damn frustrated all the time that your history, no matter if you're white or black, has been completely obliterated. <laughs> right. And it's it's, it's like, kind of hard when it's all when it's all about the controllers and Jews. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, okay, so this is really really fucked up, but why is this the way this is? You know, and yeah, that, well, I don't know the the getting into this this new history timeline stuff that we've been we've been looking at, and with the amount of propaganda that we're seeing now. I wonder how. I honestly, I wonder how long ago they really did change the timelines and do the erasing of history because it doesn't take but a couple generations. So if they're doing it to us, let's say my generation, Gen X, right? It takes two generations before that, so the boomers, and then the greatest generation, right? Is that what they call the ones before the boomers? Yeah, but they've been doing it since before then, you know. If they've been doing it since the late 1800s, that's four more generations back. Right. How much of the history do you think they at the same time for every geographical location? Say that again. I don't think they do it at the same time for every geographical location. It's not always worldwide all at once. No. They do it at certain points in societal when societal degeneration is to a point or societal progress. Mm -hmm. Um. Either either way, on either side of That's the, a good point. if we're calling it, let's say, a pyramid or a bell, um, you know, it's it's going to be whenever they see fit or whenever it'll have the most impact. Guys, I'm yes. just happy that White Boy Summer has started. <sighs> oh man, White Boy Summer! Are you going to order yourself a hoodie? Uh, all my hoodies are White Boy Summer. Are they? Everything I own. I, I've been living a white boy summer since the first summer I, I ever experienced. Oh, all right. Yeah. I actually, I you know, I I feel like I actually started white boy summer, you know, but then again, it's it's a whole dog bot centric model. Yeah, I find I find most people, most people I know are very them centric when it comes to the model <laughs> that they're, that they're uh, functioning, functioning with. I, I tend to, to to do that myself quite a bit. You know, I find myself doing summer it. is like eight months here in my state, so it's like it's, right. It's like when I heard when I heard it's white boy summer, I was like, "Woo, cool!" That's like eight months at least. The <laughs> only well, thing that I 
We'll see how much White Boy Summer lasts uh, after Derek Sho- the Derek Chauvin show trial uh, comes to a halt. Yeah, there's been some interesting uh, goings on with that. Have you noticed anything? You guys pay attention to any of that at all? Uh, I noticed that the four mugshots they had of him and the the guys in his squad, they literally dressed him up like Goku from Dragon Ball Z. Are we talking like white Goku from the terrible Dragon Ball Z live action or actual Goku? I'm talking with the like dark blue undershirt with the, the orange, orange jumpsuit, the yeah, orange like the... top that goes to a V. Just the, the oh, Goku yeah. outfit. Yeah, the orange with the blue underneath. Yeah, I guess. You, yeah, it looks like that. Um, what I was talking about was there was a witness that was brought to testify who had been at the um, at the Minneapolis riots, and I guess he threw a uh, Molotov cocktail at a cop car. Oh, good. Then he'll yeah. be the uh, defining witness, I'm sure. Yeah, I guess 4chan found out about this and emailed it to the defense, and they pulled the witness and shut the stream down and the testimony, because I guess they're live streaming this whole uh, Chauvin trial. Interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah. The uh, cable news networks are eating this up. They haven't had a, they haven't had a good trial. I think since the Anna Nicole Smith uh, trial. Really? With, with that? Guy. Really? Yeah. You think that was the last good one? I don't know. Like they hadn't had one that they're that they're so. I can't remember one that they're so. Uh, uh, now, the the reasoning is different, of course. Mm. Why they're airing. The different, you know, why they air the different trials, but this is this is purely to gin up race hate. And to, oh, absolutely, uh, absolutely, it is. Oh, yeah, is which is 100%. why they cut the feed as soon as you know their star witness shows up and it's a black dude throwing a Molotov. Oh, well, yeah, and it just so happens that there's 15 or 16 different pictures of him on his own Instagram page wearing the shirt that he's wearing while he's throwing the Molotov, too. It's pretty funny. Right, this guy has an incri- has incriminated himself a, a hundred times over. Yeah. So I mean, obviously had to get rid of him out of the public spotlight. Can't, right. Can't have. Well, anything. I remember the first yeah. when they first started talking about this, and I, I remember hearing about the first witness, and you know they're talking about how hard it's going to be to find an impartial jury, and I you know I can't imagine honestly like even like for five seconds, imagine you know like suspend your disbelief for five seconds and, and believe that this is a real thing for a minute, right? Do you think there's any chance in hell that anybody could possibly be an impartial juror on this particular trial? Like, honestly, like if, if, if everything were real, let's just, you know, presuppose everything is real here. Well, we read out the questionnaire, didn't we? I mean, right. it, it, that should have yeah. that should weed out the impartiality of any potential juror in the jury. Pool. Right. But I'm saying like there's no way there's there's it's, it's got to be. You know they got they got to be laughing. You know back there in the jury selection room, they're like, "There's no way we're ever going to do this, guys. There's no way this is going to be fun." You know they they got to know it's a joke, right? I guess with the I guess with the jury selection, it's it you know that's one thing, but it's the witness, it's the choice of witnesses. Um, you know, I, I assuming 
that we're dealing with a real prosecution and a real defense here. That mm-hmm. it's not all just like right. what That's I think the thing it is, is a dog and pony show. It's Do you hard. think it's a monumental slip up on either the prosecution's behalf that they that this uh, this guy was videotaped throwing Molotov cocktails at police cars or is it a monumental failure on the defense that you need 4chan to uh, send you information on right well this is people this just goes to feed that 4chan um, astroturfing I believe you know I honestly I don't I don't believe that the weaponized autism is as powerful as people believe it is like you know oh wow they found they found the he will not divide us flag a couple times yeah i'm sure yeah, yeah. The, eventually that whole trope kind of jumps the shark and right anybody anybody who has a shred of intelligence left knows the chans are honeypots so why would they not be feeding actual information through to throw people off to give people some kind of sure. sense of security oh yeah let's go on the chans there's good information there sure totally and- not getting derailed yeah, and of course, you know, oh, this post is getting slid. Quick, quick, archive it now. Blah, blah, blah. It's all the bullshit, same bullshit. Um, I don't believe it. I don't believe. I don't believe that 4chan does that kind of stuff. I I believe it's all still part of the show. You know, 4chan Q. Even the witness, like the whole thing is fake. The whole, the whole Siobhan thing, the whole George Floyd thing in general is fake and gay. Like, can you imagine? We, being we're still not the, sure the alphabet agent well, that gets to post things on the chans and then look at his watch, sync it up for about two, three hours, and then just delete it and watch the the rage. Yeah, that happens because people think, "Oh, it got taken down because it's true." Right, the old taken down because it's true. Cope. Um, yeah, absolutely, dude. There's got it. Those guys, they have to be laughing. They have, to, you know, they have to be laughing at this point. Well, that's what that's the whole thing. Remember, we were talking about it the other day when um, it's like, you know, these these producers and these writers, you know, these these TV shows and movies and whatever, they're putting this stuff in there now, just because they know the conspiratards are on to them. So they're gonna, you know, through the obvious predictive programming, obvious revelation of the method. I don't know. I don't know if I buy that. But this is all oh, definitely yeah. scripted, though. Definitely scripted. Like, we're still not sure that the thing that they put on the gurney is even a person and not a CPR dummy. Remember? Yeah, I I, I remember the CPR dummy stuff. Yeah. It, it so. looked weird. That, that, those gurney shots looked weird. Yeah. Yeah. And even going back to Epstein, it was, e- it was easy as hell to tell that wasn't Epstein on the gurney. Right, <laughs> right. But, you know, you're a crazy conspiratard if you believe that it wasn't. And it's been that way for a long time. And then the whole Epstein didn't kill himself all the way to the point of people making songs about it. You know, it's it became a meme that, like, you know, when you're selling coffee cups or when on the bottom of, you know, your your craft beer, you know, your your cool six-pack that you get from the back of the beer cave at the hipster beer joint. You know, when you turn it over and at the bottom it says Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah, that's how you know well, that they've got so, the fucking meme into this system. So we all know that if this was authentic and heterosexual, that just the toxicology report 
of this George Floyd character would, would be, be enough. enough to immediately exonerate Derek Chauvin if this was authentic and heterosexual. Right. Right. If anything about this were real, authentic, and heterosexual, uh, he wouldn't even it wouldn't he wouldn't even be in jail right now. The charges would have been dropped. It would have been at worst. Um, might have gotten a slap on the wrist for for the knee thing. Maybe. You know, maybe. But yeah, the toxicology report. Dude, that man had enough drugs in him, according to the toxicology report. Whatever whatever the coroner tested. <laughs> whatever human tissue blood samples the coroner tested were filled with enough drugs to kill like an elephant. Now if this is now that we are, you know, again presupposing that uh there was a George Floyd to to be killed and not, you know, Steven Jackson, his twin basketball player guy or CPR dummy. So right. We don't, we don't exactly know how fake or how gay it really is. Is it I mean, it's not even fair. Derek Chauvin isn't even the cash cab guy who's in the photo of the guy on the neck. Right, right. It's like we we went through all that all that tape and like looking at those videos of the guy from Cash Cab, and I mean, it definitely looked like him. But I guess we were wrong. There is, hey, you know what? You know what? I would I would like to say that uh, being wrong about that, the Cash Cab guy is fine, um, because I think that if we are right. 100% of the time, I think it cheapens it a little bit. Yeah, you got to be wrong at some point. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, I don't, I don't want to be the guy, you know, hey, one time I, I was I was wrong, but I was mistaken. I don't know. Never mind. It's not, we're not doing that. Yeah, we're, we're not perfect here at the Paranormies. We have gotten things wrong. Not often. Not often. We've been vindicated far more than not. Yeah. What did you, what did you say the other day, Reinhardt? It's like uh, reality now is just one paranormies vindication after another. Yeah, pretty much. Just normal, well, normal everyday life. Just the normal stuff that's happening on normal television. You know, normal you know media, normal government, normal things that are happening normally around you. Just things that we've been calling for years. Well, as my friend Trash World Citizen once said and this touched my heart when he said it the moral arc of the universe is long but it bends toward the total vindication of dogbot yes yeah i miss that guy <laughs> yeah was that was that a twitter twitter guy yeah yeah twitter oof twitter's bad now twitter's really bad now it's really bad yeah yeah i'm just waiting to get banned as a bot or something at this point <laughs> Yeah, I told you guys my lurking account got banned. I literally didn't really tweet. I tweeted one tweet just to prove that I wasn't like you know have to solve another captcha or something. But yeah, my my lurking account got banned. Nice. Yeah, it's Twitter. Didn't Nobody you have cares. a burner number for it? I had a burner number. Yeah, they wanted me to verify that, and then uh, I tried to verify it, and Twitter said that they were not. Uh, it was not a valid number. The number that I got from Burner was not a valid number. The number that I used to validate the account in the first place was not a valid number to validate. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Is Twitter just getting rid of us? And you know what? You know what? Honestly, I, I never checked that anyway. I really never did. It was, it, was, it was always for the group chats, and I, and 
honestly, I'm in enough chats as it is, and a lot of the people that I talk to more in other places than Twitter. You know, I talked I talked to them in other places anyway, so I didn't really need the Twitter. <laughs> Facebook, um, I got another 30 day ban for something I did like two months ago or three months ago. So Facebook's nice. Yeah. It's Facebook, but like I was surprised they even let me have a Facebook, but you know, whatever. <laughs> like Telegram's the only social media I really use anymore. Threema. You know, we have the Threema chats, but that's really it. Like social media is is dominated by garbage now. Like Twitter is absolute garbage. All these other sites, Facebook's garbage. You know, what else is there? What else is there? Telegram. <laughs> and the boomers are here on Telegram now. Oh yes. Uh, do you see the person that joined? Um, and I'm not knocking them or anything, but it was it was a person who like had their kids as their profile picture. So I know no. they are a boomer parent. Uh, but they came in this morning and they were like, "Can can anybody give me the rundown on Hitler?" Oh, I here, saw that. Uh, I on, saw that on all of this. I saw that. I don't know if that was a troll or not. I don't know, but it's pretty funny. That was pretty funny. I saw that. It's like ah, that's a loaded question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So these these Masonic lodges that are set on fire. One guy. Hmm. Yeah, one guy, three lodges. One uh guy, did three it all lodges. between six forty five and seven thirty. No idea. Off duty officer confronted a man with a jerry can. So a gas can. He's probably mad. You know, he's he's probably had enough of the the Freemasons. <laughs> it's these darn for you masons i mean it is though you know oh yeah i don't i don't like giving the masons a pass <laughs> oh what are we talking about here <laughs> what uh, who, who's given who's given the masons a pass oh people they, they... Uh, people on our side give the masons a pass oh oh yeah. the ones that yeah. think it the, the ones that think at the local level it's just a cool little uh sure place where dudes can, be, dudes can be dudes and stuff well, like that yeah you know yep. and obviously and masons network. aren't very important because if they were important masons would be all over new york city and and dc right no there's no masons in new york and dc because they already have jews they don't need masons right right <laughs> it's that easy it's that simple um simple as I, you know what i i really don't like simple as like people are like da 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 just do this simple as it just doesn't grammatically work for me sorry also nothing is nothing is really ever at simple as yeah it never really is that's and that's a really horrible turn of a phrase yeah anyway i hope but. i didn't offend anybody in this chat who uses that well we've already <laughs> destroyed it we just destroyed simple as. If you use it again, you might as well just put like two masks on and go get uh, your Moderna shot. To go get your Moderna, yeah. Oh my Oof. God. Your mode RNA shot. Oh. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. By the way, mode RNA. Yeah. Moderna. It's it got RNA in the name of the. I'm sure there's like a 33 involved in there too. <laughs> there probably is. Yes. If, if we looked into the the chemical makeup of these things, I wonder how many 33s would show up. Well, there's 
Yeah, there's 33s in everything. There's I posted a, something with a 33 earlier today. What was it? Um, oh, one of the Asian women that got attacked was 33 years old. Um, well, somebody else. There's another 33. It would help if I was looking at the right chat too. But and there was something to do with 33 with the uh, the evergreen too. They moved. Hey, by the way, they moved the boat. You guys heard about that? They moved the boat. Yay. Oh, they, they moved, they moved the, boat. the boat, so oh, yeah. but they saved they saved the world economy. They saved the world economy. Yeah, uh, I was was it four hundred million dollars an hour is what they estimated that the ship being there. Uh and, and didn't they say that there was like no way physically that ship could have gotten stuck in that position? without it being done on purpose. So this was definitely sabotage. It, yes. Just like the Jewish Beastie Boys uh, rock song, Sabotage. Oh, Lord. But, yep. <laughs> <sighs> I was trying not to have that song stuck in my head. Thank you. Well, you're the one that brought up the word. Uh, I, you know, like... wasn't bringing it up in no reference way, to those I, I've three spoken Jews. to people in who were in the Navy and stuff like that and just shooting the shit. And they're like, ah, it was done on purpose. I don't know what for, but it was done on purpose. Mm. Well, you know, and the, the whole, the whole drawing a dick on the GPS with the GPS of the, it trying to get itself out. You know, that all seems like one big giant troll, but for what ends, I have no idea. Yeah. Maybe to prove the scarcity of certain things, but I, I don't I don't know about you, but everything seemed uh, everything for the past week plus that this thing was stuck or whatever. Everything seemed to have been uh, comfort product consumer wise been going just fine. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really notice a hiccup in anything. I mean, I'm sure there will be one down the way. You know, there's probably ripples caused in the economy that we won't see. Um, but. Yeah, somebody posted this thing. It says, just a random coincidence that this ship is costing the global economy $400 million an hour during the implementation of the Great Reset Agenda that's trying to take control of the global economy. Trying to take control of the global economy? I believe the global global economy has already been well taken over long ago. The Great Reset is just implementation of new draconian features. Right. Yeah. Fun. Um, yeah, I don't know too much about the boat. I know it was it was a I, I heard it was a female captain, which would make sense. I heard that the whole crew was from India, which would also make sense. Did they shit on the deck? I mean, like, you know, I don't know. Um Yeah, that's that. I don't know. What else we Oh, you know what we forgot? We forgot we're talking about the nigger faggot. Um uh, which one? The the Lil Wayne. The well, not yeah. The, the Lil Nas X. We talked about him. Lil Nas. It, oh, I had an idea. What does that mean? Every single rapper that's been using the uh, slang word for little uh, in front of their name, the little a little. Uh, does that mean that they were all uh, raped? Possibly. Possibly. Is that, so what that, is that is that what the code is? Oosh, so that means Lil Peep was raped. Probably. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Uh, Lil Peep was uh, 
a favorite of several people who, who were listening to the show and were involved with the show for a while. Anyways, um, okay. So Lil Nas X has a tweet says, "Hell yeah, I'm an industry plant, and what y'all gonna do about it?" Um, somebody said the system is targeting kids. Lil Nas X's fan base is mostly children. They did the same thing with Miley Cyrus after Hannah Montana, and he said there was no system involved. I made the decision to create the music video. I am an adult. I am not going to spend my entire career trying to cater to your children. That is your job. So I am going to make what I want, and it's up to you to not let your children watch it. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I mean, uh, that's fine. Like, yeah. it, there, there is a little bit of truth to that, except truth to that, that yeah. some of this stuff is so ubiquitous. You mm -hmm. know, it's like mm -hmm. it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. So the the right. thing is, is is you don't let your kids have a devil mirror. You don't let them watch television and you keep them away from sniveling brats whose parents choose to give them those things instead of doing actual parenting. But that's so hard for a lot of people. So I understand. It sounds, sounds easy to say on its face, but uh, it's probably very difficult. Right. I agree. I mean, I don't think it's meant to be easy. Um, they certainly haven't made it easy. But ultimately, that's kind of what you have to do. It's almost like they it's almost like they are pushing you to live this puritanical lifestyle, which will then be used to dehumanize you, call you crazy, uh, ostracize you from society. You don't have a vaccine passport, so you can't go anywhere. The government's watching you. They know where you are, even if you don't have a devil mirror. So... At that point, you're like you're basically in a human zoo. That's essentially what it is. Yeah. Um, you just have to be comfortable with that and live your life, build a community, and live your life. Surrounded by cities of Cain that hate and malign <laughs> you and your children. Exactly. Exactly. Oh man, so. What else? Is, oh, yeah, there was more with that Lil Nas X guy. Uh, I guess he got into it with um, Libertarian Gun Girl. What's her name? Caitlin Bassett? Caitlin Bennett. Bennett. Yes. Uh, he basically threatened to rape her dad. Yeah. Yeah. Which is... He just... I mean, it's gross. I know a lot of people don't like her because she's, you know, like compromised, uh, controlled opposition type of uh, propaganda kind of person. You know, and apparently she married a Jewish dude. Yes. And uh, I've seen pictures of her husband and he looks openly homosexual. Yeah, you know? he does. He does. Yeah, and honestly, having worked around gays quite a bit when I was in the restaurant industry, I've heard I've heard fags say stuff like that. Like I'll fuck your boyfriend like to a girl. You know, and I I don't believe that's like a rape threat. It's more like one of those I'm a hotter girl than you kind of thing. I'm better at the sex than you, girl kind of a thing. I don't believe that was a rape 
threat, honestly. It was it was disgusting and degenerate and not a nice thing to say, but I, I wouldn't I I honestly don't feel that that was a rape threat. Yeah. That's my I, that's my I think it's I just I, saw it and I'm like, Johnny, oh this faggot. You know, I was like this 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 faggot, jeez. Yeah. I, I it's just gays being their degenerate selves. Yeah. They always are. They're always hypersexual uh degenerates. And it's just yep. it's basically flexing. It's them yep. dumping their balls. Yeah. And that's why well, gays hate women anyways. Gays ha- gays hang out with women so they can get men. But uh gays hate women and yeah. It's really Right. I I'm not a big fan of the gay myself. <laughs> Not, gotta say, not a fan. I, you know, there was a period, you know, there was a period in the late 90s and early 2000s where I was like, eh, whatever, you know, just, just don't bother me with your shit. Right. And uh, then it became like they have to be on every TV show. Mm -hmm. And then, after the the gay marriage thing it's like well now now you have to now it's not tolerance anymore now it's forced acceptance and it's like well all right great you guys you guys managed to do it i i'm sick of you go away i hate you i i like i have nothing nice to say about you anymore <laughs> yeah <laughs> i yeah I, I, I was i was willing to tolerate i was i was willing to be like eh that's just you know, that's their thing. Fuck it. Just, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just don't bother me with it. It doesn't work like that. No, they can't do that. They, they they can't just, you know, get take their little win and be quiet and go over there and be quiet with their little win. No, they have to just keep going and going and going and going and going and going. I dated a girl a long time ago. I dated a girl who had gay friends. This was the 90s. And even back then, like, I tried to be cool with it. It just everything about it skeeved me out always. Like everything about them just really creeped me out. I like I had one gay guy openly hit on me and when I said something to my girlfriend about it, she confronted him and he played this huge like worse than a girl. Like when a girl like you know, if a girl hits on somebody's boyfriend and gets caught or whatever, you know, like but however they act, this this fag acted worse than any female I've ever seen. It's terrible. Like they're they're worse women than women by exponentially. <laughs> God. Oh yeah. All right. Well, I think it. I think it goes to their just last thing I'll say. It goes to the the breaking down of the psyche. You know, all these mm-hmm. guys that have been, you know, raped, molested, whatever you call it. Yeah. Um, and it does they've been built back up as this destroyed being. They're hypersexual and degenerate. They're vulgar. They're mean. Uh, a lot of them are sociopathic or even psychopathic. A lot of them are possessed so. or easily possessed. Yeah. Well, you know, that's so, the whole it, thing about the about you know Crowley's thing about being demonically possessed. It's easier to get demonically possessed if you're getting fucked in the ass. Sex magic is real. Yeah. Oh, no, the whole sex magic thing is absolutely real. I mean, you know, it's not just a really shitty Red Hot Chili Peppers album. I know I didn't have to repeat myself. But um because every album is a really shitty Red Hot Chili Peppers album. Um, yeah, anybody who says they like the Red Hot Chili Peppers is lying. 
So but, you're not you didn't like the uplift mofo party plan? What? No. No. Oh. They, they did a thing where they just picked random words out of a dictionary and called it an album title. I think they did that like three records in a row. But no, Blood Sugar Sex Magic was a, one of their big ones and um it's right there in the title, you know? Sex Magic. And it's real. And I mean, how many how many bands and entertainers did Aleister Crowley you know, influence. Also, was there a uh, a Batman movie or a Joker movie? Was it maybe one of the Joker movies where they went back and you could see Bruce Wayne's father talking to Aleister Crowley? Is that a scene in a, in a or am I? I swear I just saw it in a video that somebody posted in our chat. That was the video that I posted. Okay. And uh, I don't know what movie that is, per se. But that is Bruce Wayne's but, father and Aleister Crowley. Oh, what? Uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't know which cape shit fucking Batman that's from. Right. I just want to know. I Like, having been, like, an ex-cape shit fan, that was a big Frank Miller uh, Batman guy for a while. And, like, I'm like, wait a minute. I don't remember Aleister Crowley and Batman. But it makes sense that, that you know, there would be an intersection between Aleister Crowley and the Dark Knight somehow. You know, it would make sense that they would throw that in there. If you're just trying to get, if you're just trying to find a way to shoehorn Aleister Crowley into your cape shit movie, then why, sure. why wouldn't he have made a pact uh, with the Wayne couple who gets killed, and that's the origin story for Batman? Right. Why right. not? Right. Why not? Yeah. Why not? It couldn't. It couldn't just be that they went to a movie and then they got shot in the alley. Uh, there had to be some even more lengthy backstory behind Dude, why his only parents Jews, got killed. Only, only Jews can come up with backstories like this. Like real life, there's no backstories. Like that. Real life doesn't have a backstory, honestly. Alright, speaking of uh, that's not a CQ. Eh, whatever, it's break time. <laughs> yeah, I got a, I got a good one today. Yes. We, uh, I, we, oh, I, vetoed, yes. I vetoed some electronica so that we could listen to some metal. What do we got? Uh, Lair of the Minotaur, yes. uh, Demon Serpent. Hell yeah. All right. We'll be back.
All right, everybody, we're back. This is still the Paranormies present the Nationalist Inquirer with Jack Dogbot and Reinhardt. I'm Johnny. And uh, you guys, you guys going to go get your vaccine, right? Everybody's going to get your shot? Never. Never. Nope. Yes. No. Jack, I don't care how much autism. Oh, I, I don't care how much autism you think you'll get. You're not getting the shot. I, I will overdose if I get any more uh, jabs, as they will say. Yeah. Get your jab. Yeah. Not even for all the Krispy Kreme donuts in the world. But, guys. Yeah, no. Guys, aren't you worried about your vaccine passport? No, I got a buddy who has a boat. <laughs> Slip me out under the radar. Nice. Dogbot, what about you? Um, I, I, I'm trying not to, I'm trying to formulate a sentence that doesn't resemble the internet term fed posting. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's going to be hard with the vaccine passport. Yeah. I mean, I believe a big go fuck yourself to the people that are presenting this. Uh, You can go to the fridge and help yourself to a nice big fresh glass of go fuck yourself. Yeah, it's just incredible, not just the balls of the controllers to to even present this idea, not even the balls to push it forward and actually make it a reality, but the fact that people are so broken down at mm-hmm. this point that they will take the damn carrot just so they can go to a bar, just so they can go to a strip club with their bros, right. just so they can do the dumbest self-pleasuring things. Somebody um, posted... Somebody posted a video of a girl uh, talking about getting the vaccine. I don't remember if it was in our chat or somewhere else. And it was, you know, just give me the vaccine so I can go to the bars. It was literally that. I want to go to the bars. I want to go drink with people. I want to go flirt with boys that I'm never going to talk to again. And... Like have you know, wake up in places where I shouldn't be, and blah 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 blah. All these, all the things that every father who has a daughter is afraid of hearing. You know, um, and that's the that's the thing that she wants. That's why she wants the vaccine. She wants to be able to go and be a degenerate whore. You know, a bar. Well, she girl. can do those things now. Uh, sure. I have a challenge for our listeners. Oh, okay. If you find women on Twitter who are bragging about getting their vaccine and you reply to them with just a picture of an egg carton full of rotten eggs and uh, you send that screenshot to our email account or uh, to our tele- uh, to the telegram uh, we will I, I will uh, try to draw you a profile picture like something simple I want to see how many people can actually start uh, making the rotten egg crate <laughs> uh, uh, response happen yeah we, we need we need to uh, we need to put it out there in their minds that their eggs will rot if they go and get this vaccine all right well there you go okay then. the rotten egg Twitter vaccine challenge. <laughs> it's a rather long name.
I was going to say it's a little wordy, but a little wordy, it's a little okay. wordy. Yeah, we'll work on hey, it. We'll work on it. It's a, it's a it's, start. If it was half as successful as the hand picks, that's at least 10. That's, that's at least 10 screenshots. Half as successful as 10? Wow. Wow. Humble brag. There were a lot of hand picks, man. I'm sure. No, I know there was. I, I, I remember hearing about those. Uh, I didn't think there would be a single one. So, like. <laughs> next thing you know. Talk about thing I know, this? I have like 10 female mutuals on Twitter. It's <laughs> right, right. And a folder. I'm a bragging there. And a fold, right. And a folder on your, on your desktop. No, I got rid of it. Oh, I you got, got rid of the folder? I, okay. I got rid of it whenever I dumped a bunch of shit off my phone. Okay, okay. <laughs> that was good times. Good times. It was it was a fun bit, man. So so vaccine passports. Did yes. you ever formulate your sentence? Oh. Yeah. We were, we were I'm never getting you. a vaccine passport because I'm never getting a vaccine. And uh I saw someone who described themselves as an anarchist say what's the difference between a vaccine passport and having to get a driver's license to show uh that you know that you drive for driving a car well that difference is is the driver's license just shows who i am so when i i think driver's licenses are kind of stupid too but that's you know that's neither here nor there but doesn't require a RNA altering, uh, possible, yeah, probably cancerous chemical substance being shot into my body, and that I, I don't even understand how people don't understand that the, how fucking wrong this is. <laughs> right. Well, it's yeah. That's the thing is it's it's DNA altering. Um, it's upgradable. It's basically like patching software mm-hmm. that they can do now with this vaccine. So. It's not going to stop. You're going to have to get yearly or bi bi yearly inoculations, or what is it, twice a year? I don't know. Twice a year inoculations, probably, which are going to be updates to your DNA. They're going to have full control over the very thing that makes you who you are. That's not a damn driver's license. No, it's it's <laughs> a little a little, little bit little bit little bit different a little bit different than a driver's license. And again, I say nice 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 straw man though, buddy. People want this so that they can go out and do the most degenerate self-pleasuring things sure it's all yeah again you know this all has to do with just like everything else what you can and can't put into your butt and how you're going to go about getting it there wow i guess ford was right it really does go all the way back to sex Yeah, yeah um yeah, I'm not gonna get the vaccine passport. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'll be getting getting mine. What are you yeah, gonna so do? But what are you gonna do if you can't shop? You know, what are you gonna do? What do you do? What are you I gonna do if you can't I go to Walmart? I will force them to sell to me. What's that? I will force them to sell me food. <laughs> Grow my own food and learn how to weave shirts. There you go. I'm I'm about to get on a plane uh, day after tomorrow. Oh yes. And I'm not gonna need a vaccine passport. It's retarded. Not yet. Not yet. That's coming. We'll see. I. 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 I, I mean, it may or may not. It sounds. It. It sounds hot, very ominous. But um, 
there are a lot of people who are not taking this thing. I will tell you, however, the radio propaganda from the CDC is relentless. They're still recommending the six feet in the commercials. They're still yes. using pretty sounding ladies that try to make everything sound reasonable. They still throw on like a like an an elderly gentleman that makes that tries to make you feel guilty for not being able to give him a hug. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, mm-hmm. and it, here's the thing: if I get, why do I have to get two shots for one thing? And still have to wear all the humiliate, do all the other humiliating activities too. Right. We never, we never went this full bizarre balls to the wall for the flu, and the flu we killed never went just this as far, many people. We never, the flu kills more people. Well, the flu kills the same amount of people. Actually, it is the exact same amount of people. Strangely enough, um, but no, yeah, we've never, we've never taken these kind of quote precautions with any sort of anything. You know, I mean, other than like condoms for sexually transmitted diseases, I think that's the only thing we've really done any sort of real protection for, right? I mean, I don't recall, I don't recall ever wearing masks and having to socially distance for uh, anything, hay fever season or nothing, you know, none of that stuff. So, yeah, not even for. Ebola during the right, Obama right. Ebola. election. Ebola. Nobody did anything about Ebola. You know, nobody, nobody, nobody quarantined. Nobody did any of that stuff. Hey guys, I mean, you even know- the Asians that you know you'd make fun of as a kid for you know always going around wearing the masks and the gloves at normal periods of the year. Um, even they never went that far. Yeah, you know they just well. I mean, there was always that one weird Asian lady that did all the time. But she did it all the time. But it wasn't everybody. It was just like wow. Well, yeah. Hey, did you guys know? Uh, G. Gordon Liddy died today. The mastermind behind Watergate. The alleged mastermind behind Watergate. G. Gordon Liddy died at age 90. Mm. Yeah. Probably killed him. Probably. I mean, or he's 90. You know, he could have just died. There's that. People do do that when they're 90. I don't know, Didn't- man. I saw a video of a 93-year-old dude deadlift 400 pounds the other day. I saw that. That is amazing. That is amazing. Somebody's great grandfather deadlifted four hundred pounds. It was awesome. Yeah, I went to the gym right after. <laughs> yeah, that was like one of those no no excuses days. Um, yeah. So G. Gordon Liddy, I don't I don't remember much about Watergate other than it was a setup and a burglary and you know a faking gay hoax put on by the alphabet organizations to cover up something else i don't i mean we we might do you think we should look into the watergate at all guys do you think it's something worth our time here uh if somebody gets a bunch of prep i'll look at it <laughs> yeah we have a we have a lot we're i'm not really right now yeah anyway. i'm not really interested in in that so we have yeah man we've got a bunch of stuff coming up man we got the more tartarian stuff we've got even more Tartarian stuff. That stuff is so interesting, man. And, and and I hate calling it that because I know it's a blanket term. And it's not all from Tartary, but it's just what we call it. There's so much yeah, more there's so much more fun stuff. Yeah. It's like calling the Roman Empire the Roman Empire. I mean, 
hmm. putting it all just under one name. Hmm. Right. Uh, Instead of the easy to understand. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, and we have Johnny. We've got the uh, Atlantis Edda and Bible, which was brought up in my chat. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I saw that. I, I yeah, still, I have it. That. Didn't I get? Didn't I get you a PDF of that? Did I get the PDF? Because I, I know we're not going to be able to get the actual hardcovers that I got before. Uh I don't know if you gave me the PDF. I thought I had a PDF somewhere though. <clears throat> yeah, we have a PDF floating around about of that. That's a good one. Um, the ten thousand years of Germanic, supposed Germanic, uh, religion. Yeah, I think that'll be really cool, it, especially reading it after, you know, watching so many of Sepper's videos, doing our own research into, you know, the the hidden history, Tartarian, Indo-European stuff. Mm-hmm. It'll be cool to see it through that lens. Mm-hmm. Um, might come up with some things that other people haven't when they read it. Maybe. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yes. But I just very... wish there were physical translations. Physical translations of... Of the, the book itself. Oh, um, yeah. Well, I... there are, but they're just hard to get. They are, yeah. I got mine when I when I got all those esoteric Hitler's books a couple years ago. It just he just happened to have, yeah. They're, well, those are those are all gone. There's no. He is completely sold out, never to print anymore. Well, yeah. I mean, when we're talking banned books, those are like some of the most banned of the band. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Yes. But I, I, for some reason, I don't see those being sold on Antelope Hill Publishing anytime soon. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, well, the Serrano found, uh, people, they have their own, you know, the Golden Cord and the other books that are uh, not from the Australian guys' collection, um, but from the actual Serrano Foundation. They, you know, their books, his books are a lot more expensive, but. There's, there, you can still get some of them, but I don't, I don't think Atlantis Ed and Bible is one that you can get from the Serrano people. I think it's just his stuff. But whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Probably not. I have them. I'm glad. I, I'm glad I do. I'm sorry I did not get them from the very official official guy. Did you get them? You said Australia. Did you, Did you get them from uh, Blair Cottrell? No, but that would be cool. <laughs> that would be very cool. Um, that would have been awesome. Yeah, I wonder if Blair Cottrell has read any of these books. Maybe. Maybe. Seems like keto, super keto and esoteric Hitlerism seems up his alley. <laughs> yeah. Talking about Jung and Hess and deadlifts. I see absolutely nothing wrong with that philosophy. Mm-mm, mm-mm. All right. So we're, what, we're we, got, so we got more stuff in the stack. Oh, wait, dude, this, the, this, the, this is the Nationalist Inquirer, man. It's, anything goes. It's, it's all kinds of stuff. What do we got? We did the satanic witch rituals. Uh, the thing with with Jennifer Aniston was interesting because there's that that Anthony Bourdain said that during the commercial breaks for Friends, the 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 cast would chant "Hail Satan." Yeah, it's, uh, uh, Anthony I mean, Bourdain and his Satanist wife, right, um, or girlfriend, I guess. Yeah, girlfriend at the time. Yeah. Yeah, um, um, but these people my, are all—they're all Satanists, which is, as John Fashcroft yeah. said, is all Frankism. It's all Sabbatianism. Yes. Oh man, I'm I'm still mad I missed that episode. Well, it's all right. But he'll be back. Um, he's he's a good guest. I like John. That's true. He's always fun. Um, yeah, my brother said something interesting in our chat last night when that when Bella had posted that Aniston thing, mm-hmm. he said she's trying to get ahead of the curve now that a sizable population 
has at least a cursory knowledge of these celebrities and elites, you know, being all just pedophile Satanists. Um, maybe, probably, but I would say probably getting ahead of the curve by throwing this stuff out there to show that, oh, it's so crazy, you know, it's just all about feminism and women empowerment. Hmm. Which, by the way, this is all ancient magic, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. all about women empowerment. Right. But, Dogba, didn't you have something interesting uh, relating to some more COVID, maybe uh, linen-related? Oh, are, are we getting into more gallons? Yeah, you know what? They got more gallons in the swabs. They got more gallons in the masks. So anybody that has had the swab test or wears the masks will now have, if you're a woman, you've got more gallons crawling around in your ovaries. And if you're a guy, you've got more gallons in your sack. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, what, what are these? Uh, like- more gallons, according to the interwebs. It's a controversial condition involving skin lesions and the belief that the skin is infected by bugs and other objects like string. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the I, condition is relatively uncommon and the cause isn't fully understood. Testing for infection by bacteria or parasites is usually negative. Now, uh, they call it a for, form for, of delusional parasitosis uh, because it's it's mostly a self-diagnosed scientifically unsubstantiated skin condition. So basically what they're saying is that they have like like string under their skin and stuff. Horace and I did a a thing on this a couple years ago when Morgellons first, uh, well, 2013, I think was the first time I remember hearing about it. But uh, just a couple years ago, 2017, I want to say, there was a bunch of stuff popping up about Morgellons again, and I guess what now they're saying that there's Morgellons in the... I think it's what, the blue masks? The little blue um, hospital masks? Well, the there are several videos that are surfacing where people will take... Um, uh, okay, so the first one I saw... Let me back up a little bit. The first video I saw was an unopened COVID test mm-hmm. still inside the plastic, and they put it up to a microscope and you can use your you can use your phone the camera on your phone if you if you hold it steady over a microscope you can see what's going on in the sure. microscope and there was these black fibers in in the end of the swab and when he blew onto the onto the the microscope on the swab you could see the fibers begin to move around as if alive. Right. It wasn't, they weren't moving from his breath, moving them like the wind. It was actually the heat. No, no. The, There's, the no, it was the heat. No, I'm, I'm, I'm stating, I'm not asking. I'm saying like it was the heat from his breath activated these strands of Morgellons or whatever they are. And they were, yeah, they started wiggling around like little worms. It's really disturbing yes. to watch because this is a uh, sealed package. This is inside of the test the test uh, swab plastic yes. sealed container. Yeah. Uh, the next, the next video in question is one of those, what N 50 or whatever masks and 95. Uh, yeah. Whatever, whatever those things are called the, the basic standard, one of those disposable, obviously. Right. 
Um, and uh, one of those microscope extensions for like a laptop where he held it over the the mask and you could see on the screen of the laptop the fibers of the the fibers of the mask and inside the fibers of the mask were the morgellons and they were moving and yeah it was the same moving. thing he would, he would apply heat to it from his breath or whatever and they would start right. moving around yeah right now now the this is sort of like uh someone who has a bad dr- drug problem. This is sort of like their worst nightmare. The idea that that something like this could be crawling around oh, yeah, under man. their skin and everything. This is a this is a thing of nightmares. The, the, the first time I was brought that Morgellons was brought to my attention was an episode of Ancient Aliens, and it showed these red and blue and uh, purplish fibers under this guy's skin. And they couldn't get after them with tweezers, like they they were they were dodging the tweezers, hmm. you know, and uh, like, and it was causing these lesions amongst other things. Now, of course, because it's ancient aliens, the right. explanation was uh, some form of panspermia that it was some uh, bioweapon that came from a meteorite from outer right. space, right? That yeah, that's uh, what that's what like that's that that was their reasoning for Lyme disease and other and other pathogens like the Spanish flu, etc. In this particular episode, it was about it was about, you know, uh, did aliens send certain diseases here to control or or cull the population? You know, so like this was the final disease in the episode, and it was just like, oh, okay. oh that's that's fucking space that's diseases. that's nightmarish. Yeah, like that's yeah, and and there was a lot. You know, of course, there's a lot of speculation. Well, is it even organic? You know, it, it, and when you look at these black fibers, could it be some kind of nanotech? I don't know. All I know is you don't want the shit crawling around your fucking body. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, it's not it's not natural. It doesn't seem to be of this earth. That's what I was gonna say. Is uh, when we first started talking about this a couple of years ago, um, that was kind of one group's general consensus is that it comes from outer space. Um, who knows? It's probably some sort of nanotechnology, and uh, you know, much like Lyme disease got out, uh, maybe purposefully, maybe accidentally. I don't believe that anything at that level happens by accident. That's just me. Um, but Morgellons is scary. It's creepy. It's like you said, it, uh, if you're a drug addict, you know, you're itchy anyways, and you're scratching at stuff that doesn't, you know, it's imaginary. Imagine having little strings that move around under your skin. That's what Morgellons is. Little strings, basically, that move around underneath your skin. And in sores, and I guess you can pull them out. I've seen a video of somebody pulling like Morgellon string out of their arm, and it's like a long thread. It's not just like little tiny little things. This one was like several feet long. It's really gross. It's really, really fucking gross. That is a sufficient, sufficiently knowledgeable and sufficiently disgusting explanation. Good God. Yeah, and um, if that doesn't give you nightmares. And you know, make you wash yourself and not put, not wear N95s anymore. Man, they they handed out 
first first day I got to this job, they handed out N95s to everybody for the bus rides. Huh. Well, here's here's the thing. You know, didn't we talk about how there was the the one the one photograph of the guy found like a little RFD chip at the end of his, at the end of a unopened yeah. COVID test? I don't really. I don't know that I I don't know that I hundred percent believe that. Um, that he found a nano chip on the end of a of a swab. Is that the British guy? I don't remember which one. It was like six months back. It was okay. it was pretty far back. Yeah, I remember. I do remember seeing that though. I'm I'm conflating him with the British guy from the other day, with that South, that South or whatever it is, the Southern English accent. Speaking of which, Reinhardt, you ever talked to the bass player guy? Speaking of Southern England. No, I don't believe I ever got an email back from him. It's been right. a few days since I checked the uh, the campfire email, though. Yeah, because um, that, that was that just reminded me of the campfire emails. Anything? Uh, we'll we'll get back to that. Remind me to circle back to the uh, campfire emails. <laughs> um, <laughs> man, so Morgellons is back. That's scary. That's fucking scary. Morgellons is in in the COVID protection devices and the COVID testing, and they're giving you Morgellons and shoving Morgellons up your sinuses. I mean, and, if that's and in, in your ass, if you're getting anally swabbed. swabs, what's in the shots? Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Nanobots, nanoparticles, and nano this, and RNA modification, and f- aborted fetal cells, and ammonium hydroxinate, and I don't know, I just made that word up, but you know what I mean. There's, there's so many things. What was it, um, that meme? It's, it's a TikTok. It's like there's a girl reading off. You know, I'm going to put this in you, and it's like you know, she reads off this list. And it's like, no, you're absolutely not. She's like, oh, I guess you don't want your COVID vaccine or whatever it is, you know, whatever vaccine it was at the time. But it's like uh, all the stuff that's in vaccines. Like, if you you look at what's on the label, look at what's in a vaccine. You don't want to put any of that stuff in your body, but people do. We do because we trust the science. Trust the science. Trust the science. I posted the article. A few days back, oh, was it over half of it's one of this some medical publication. I think it was from the Lancet. Actually, it said over half of medical studies are incorrect. Right. Well, wasn't there wasn't there something recently where a lot of um, a lot of published scientific researchers have been coming out admitting that a lot of published studies are just they're bought and paid for by big pharma by yeah. government. Um, that they are just completely lies. Absolutely. It's literally advertising. Uh, peer review is pretty much just paid advertising. You know, you're oh, putting, yeah. yeah, you're getting paid to give this person a good review of their science. This is literally all it is. This is why, this is why when people come at us with science about anything, doesn't matter what it is, you know, if, if you're, if you're going to, come at me with just science and we're proving time and time again that scientists lie science is flawed they, nobody follows the actual scientific method anymore it's all just you know pay to play peer review and um, big pharma paying people off you know yeah I don't you, you get away from me with your, with your gay science you know I get a rock yeah no Yes, that's what happens for, for science. But you get the rock. 
science is for nigger faggots. Yeah, it is now. Now it is. Anyways, it really is. Um, we're talking about space today at at work, actually, which was funny because uh, loans come. Yeah, I got to say it again. He blew up another one. He blew up another one. He had a fi- I don't, did it actually blow up? I know it disappeared from the thing. I watched the I watched the video hoping to see an explosion. And there wasn't an earth-shattering kaboom. I was hoping for an earth-shattering kaboom. There wasn't one. Um, but what there was was a really crappy five-minute video, which was, you know, this rocket supposedly going up, making a U-turn, coming back down. But I don't believe that. I think it blew up. Did it blow up? I mean, somebody somebody tell me. I don't, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Did it blow up? Probably. Okay. Well, they lost. I didn't follow. I didn't follow it. They lost the camera feed and all that, so I don't know. I don't know what happened, but uh, I don't believe that. Oh, if they lost the camera feed, it's totally real. Right. That's the whole thing. If it looks so, it you can tell it's real because it looks so fake. That's that's um, Elon and SpaceX. Yeah, somebody at work was talking about it, and I was like, "Oh, you don't watch the SpaceX thing?" He's like, "Is that the stuff that took over for NASA?" And this is just a normie. He's like, that, he goes, I just think that's really weird that a private company took over for a government organization for like our space exploration program. I'm like, that's probably further than your average normie will ever fucking think. Yeah. You know? And that was, came right out of a normie's mouth. I was surprised. I was like, you don't think it's funny? I said, you don't, you don't think it's cool to watch this guy take billions of taxpayers' dollars and just blow it up on TV? That What part of the humiliation ritual is that? We're, I mean, now again, we're, we're assuming that taxes are real and that tax money is real and that the money that they get from the stimulus or whatever or from that, you know, the, the money they get from the government is like actual taxpayers' dollars, right? Like you're paying for every dollar you give to taxes, like 32 cents of it went to Elon Musk, right? That's like the whatever but um yeah if you were a taxpayer you should be pretty pissed watching elon musk blow stuff up on tv because it's your money right just blowing it up boom yeah makes sense you know i see nothing wrong with that because they can always just print more and send out more stimmy money right no i know that no no i'm just saying the administration is gonna hike hike taxes by three trillion dollars so it'll pay for everything we'll be fine no, I'm just like, okay, but then we're gonna have to pay more taxes, which is somehow Ooh. a good thing. Where's he gonna I don't know taxes? how any of this stuff works. Yeah, anymore. I don't either. I don't know how any of this stuff. I don't think they do. I think they're just like the the guy who was doing the bank for Monopoly. He quit. He's like, fuck it. This game is taking too long. We started on Thursday. It's Sunday now. Can we stop playing Monopoly, please? You know, and the bank's just been sitting there, and people are running it however they want. Nobody's playing by the rules anymore. Wait, there yeah. are rules? Yeah, there's rules to Monopoly, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is news to me. I well, just figured I'd... That's all right. I just print all the money I can before I even go to play the game. Yeah. I take, I, take the money, I take the money from two or three other Monopoly games and put it in my pocket. And then when I play, I pull, you know, throughout the game, I pull out money out of my pocket and, and put it in my stack. Yeah, I we just played the, the economy and, and mm-hmm. uh, volunteer to finance other people building hotels and houses. Right, right. 
and then I played this Monopoly card game what? once. Yeah, it's like a card game version of Monopoly. Really? Yeah, I I was it's so, it was the fucking worst. Hmm. Like it doesn't sound like, like it'd me, be fun. I, Monopoly Uno. by itself like is like Uno, you know, like I like Uno. Yeah, like, Uno's okay. Keep it simple, you know. Uno's okay. Uno's but a the, good drinking game. But I don't drink but anymore, this, so yeah. this Monopoly card game went on forever. Yeah, see, Monopoly card game would make me want to drink. I think. That sounds terrible. Yeah, it does sound pretty terrible. Could you imagine like the game of life as a card game? Like, how would you even do that? That's what I'm saying. How would you even do Monopoly as a card game? Like, do you have different types of cards and or is it just like one deck? Like with Uno, you've got, you know, the it was a deck, but like you reused stuff. Uh, I, I don't see how Monopoly once. can I'll function. Never, I'll I don't never th- play it again. Yeah, I don't I see how. Never, I just don't ever ever play it again. It's okay. I just don't see how Monopoly could function as a card game. You know, it just doesn't seem like there's there's too many dynamics to Monopoly for it to be translated into a card game. That's just my opinion, but whatever. That's probably why it was shitty. There you go. That makes sense. Yeah. If you're going to play cards, play poker or play Uno. No, Uno, that's a game that will ruin friendships, and I second that would make me want to drink. I love Uno. Uh, My cousins and I, when we were young, we I grew up playing Uno. So, Didn't have too much going on in your little house in Italy. What? No, like whenever we get together for like Christmas or what? whatever the kids... The kids always had to play games together, and I, had my cousins that are, you know, on my mom's side, everybody's got like four or five kids. So when we get together for Christmas. There was always like twelve cousins, and we always had to play the games where you could play with a lot of people. Monopoly was one of them. Uno was another one. We play Uno with two decks with like eight people. That sounds chaotic. Yeah. That's that's a lot. Yeah. Well, you know, when you got a lot of cousins that have to, everybody wants to play, you know, and you can't leave the little. What if you have out. just like a whole hand of plus four? Somebody's having a bad day. Oh. All right. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So somebody's going to have a bad day. If you get a handful, draw fours, you know. Hmm. You could turn from somebody's favorite cousin to their least favorite cousin with a quickness. So it's one of your rules that if you put down a plus four, someone else, the next person can put down a plus four. And then if the next person doesn't have a plus four, they have to draw eight. No, I don't think you, I don't think that's a, you can play that way. I don't think you can do that. I mean, you can do whatever you want. It's your game, your house, whatever. But I I don't think that's an official Uno rule. Okay. I don't know. Jack? I know you're on your phone, but look that up. No. No. I, I, I used to play that at family events. No, that that's not how it works. Yeah, it's not. Well, it, what about the plus twos? They don't add up like like you, you can't end up with someone having to draw a six? No, like those type of cards, it's not something that you have to match or anything like that. It's just one of those fuck you cards and then after that it's done yeah so so if if you put down a plus four and i've got a plus four in my hand 
I can't match you with the plus four. And that's then, not how it works. And it's a cumulative punishment on the next person. No, that's, that's not, not how, how any of this works. No, if they would draw four on you, you have to draw four. And how, depending on how you play, you lose your turn or not. No, you get to do your turn. And, le- and then unless, it's what- unless it's a draw four and you say blue and I draw four and I still don't have a blue, you know, then I have to draw one more and I get passed to the next person. But yeah, no, you don't. If I have a draw four, I can drop a draw four on the next person, but he's not going to draw eight. They're not cumulative. Okay, so we're officially what? We're uh, officially an, an Uno enthusiast podcast now? Oh, boy. No. Better than yes. Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of things that are better than Star Trek, and Uno is not necessarily one of them. Um, yeah, let's 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 stop with the Uno, the Uno posting. But uh, <laughs> where were we? Morgellons. Jeez. Um, yeah, the, sa- <laughs> the Satan thing. We got the, hey, what uh, about what about the old dude who got the COVID shot and his skin fell off? Oh my God, I saw that. I didn't yeah. see that. That was the next set of photographs that was posted in the chat. It is really yes. gross. That guy's back. Where is it? I just had it. That guy's back is all torn up, and it's and that's from. Yeah, that's from the uh, the vaccine from Goochland. Goochland County man suffers rare, severe reaction to COVID-19 vaccine. Goochland County, Virginia. The yeah, VCU doctors it's a, he believe says, it was a direct result of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine this month. He suffered a severe rash that spread over his entire body and turned his skin red. 74-year-old was admitted to the hospital and spent five days at VCU Medical Center. He says, yeah, he, says, still- he says, it all happened so fast, my skin peeled off. It's coming off on my hands now. Yeah. I began to feel a little discomfort in my armpit, and then a few days later began to get an itchy rash, and then after that I began to swell and my skin turned red. Jesus. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, it's really gross. Uh, the pictures are in there. Um, at, they don't they- know. Well, they conducted a biopsy over the weekend. They determined it was a drug reaction. His legs and hands were almost unrecognizable from swelling, and his skin was red and patchy. Yeah. It was stinging, burning, and itching, Terrell said as he described the pain. Whenever I bent my arms or legs like the inside of my knee, it was very painful where the skin was swollen and rubbing against itself. So he had basically, he had basically like really, 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 really bad like poison ivy or something. It looks like it's swollen poison ivy. But from the vaccine. So this is from the vaccine. Uh, Terrell is still encouraging people to get vaccinated. And the doctor that treated him said that this reaction is treatable. And she has seen worse symptoms of COVID-19. So, you know, uh, his, his, um, his reaction still wasn't, you know, wasn't, you know, as bad as the COVID itself could be. No, I'm good. I'm good. You know, I'm not going to get a vaccination that's going to make me swell up and my skin peel off my body and no I'm good you guys you guys good with that yeah no nah. yeah yeah no thanks yeah no thanks uh so update yeah, nah. uh lady at work 
who was sick from the first shot she got mm-hmm. went and got the second shot. I haven't seen her. I haven't seen her in four days mm. of work. Oh boy. Oof. Pre- Didn't learn F. from the first one. Said, "Well, it'll be better after I have the second one." Oh boy. Oh. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah. Now she's in her sixties, so I'm not uh, leaving a. I'm not going to leave like a a printout image of rotten eggs on her workstation as a as a joke. But um, I wouldn't do that anyway. That's that's just mean. Yeah. But you know, egg, well, you know, in um. In other COVID news, the New World Order side of the COVID news, uh, no one recovers until everyone recovers. The world needs a post-COVID treaty to put nationalism aside and ensure virus stays defeated. 23 heads of state, including Johnson, Merkel, and Macron, declare an open letter. These Zog-talking heads, Boris Johnson, who's married to a witch, tranny witch, Emmanuel Macron, who's married to a witch, his grandmother, and Angela Merkel, who's having like seizures because of her adrenochrome withdrawals or whatever. They're warning of isolationism uh, and that COVID is a stark and painful reminder that nobody is safe until everyone is. So, yeah. Yep. How's that? How's that global lockdown, that global agenda that could never happen? Couldn't happen, Johnny. You're out of yeah. your mind. You're crazy, Johnny. Know, Global, global new world order. You're out of your mind. Yeah, global is the part that is wrong. It's realm wide. But some turmeric monster named Asha Rangappa today said, "Don't want a vaccine passport? Fine. How about a tax for those who refuse to get vaccinated, proportional to the additional costs and burdens they impose on society as a <laughs> result of needing to have the freedom to spread their potentially COVID variant infected aerosol everywhere." Yeah, being being told what we what we're to do by people who are just one generation out of everybody shitting in the street. I'm good. I don't want to listen to her either. But no, back to the back to the. Uh, come on, the the new world order, dude. Right here, twenty three heads of state, twenty three different countries got together, twenty four world leaders, excuse me, and the head of the World Health Organization, Doctor Tedros Adhanom. They want a global treaty, another global treaty. Last time they did that, it was the uh, the Antarctica Treaty. Wait, did you did you say the WHO leader's name was Adrenochrome? Uh, What's their name? Um, did I say that? The leader, twenty four. Where was it? I just I just had the. Did I scroll past? Yes, uh, Tedros Adhanom. Ad, Adhanom, not Adrenal. Oh, Adhanom, okay. Tedros Adhanom. I don't even know what what language that's from. Doctor Tedros Adhanom. Yeah, he called for a new international accord similar to those agreed after the war, which saw countries work together for the common good. Yes, I know we just bombed the shit out of you, killed a good percentage of your population, but now we're buddies. We need to work together. Yeah, that's how it usually works. Man, I'm looking at these world leaders. It's literally everywhere from Korea to mm-hmm. like Trinidad to Indonesia. Mm-hmm. Prime Minister of Fiji, Prime Minister of Portugal, President of <laughs> Romania, Prime Minister of the UK, President of Rwanda, President of Kenya, President of France, Chancellor of Germany, 
Greece, President of the European Council, President of Korea, President of Chile, President of Costa Rica, Prime Minister of Albania, President of South Africa. Yeah, that commie. Keith Rowley, President, Prime Minister of Trinidad and Tobago, Prime Minister of the Netherlands, President of Tunisia, President of Senegal, of Spain, Norway, Serbia, Indonesia, Ukraine, and Dr. Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus, Director General of the World Health Organization. Wow, I'm, I'm, I'm actually surprised I braved that and survived. Oh, uh, boy. So... GlaxoSmithKline is the one who's pushing uh, 60 million doses into England. And, yeah, that's the Novavax. That's the GlaxoSmithKline vaccine. That's England's favorite. You have um, AstraZeneca all over. They're supposed to uh, deliver 120 million doses in the first quarter, but they only delivered 30 million, and people are mad about that. And people are mad they're not getting their vaccine. People are mad. I mean, look, if everybody wants their blood clot disorders, then, you know, by all means, get right. the child trafficking AstraZeneca vaccine. Right. Oh, yeah. they Aren't they in the middle of paying off a settlement for child trafficking? Yeah, they've had multiple child trafficking lawsuits over the years. And then they come out with vaccines that are totally not filled with aborted fetal cells or anything of the sort. Right, right. Yeah, we just talked about that. Yeah, that, that's how it's got stuff in it that you don't you don't want in your body. If you read the if you read the ingredients, you wouldn't put that in your body at all. Um, yeah, the Novavax is the, is a double jab. It's a genetically engineered protein that causes a weakened version of COVID with a plant based ingredient to help generate a stronger immune response. It doesn't that one's not an RNA? Deaths have risen slightly up to 23. Mm. Oh. Deaths from vaccines. Uh, didn't I see something? Hang on. I'm, I'm Googling it now. I thought I saw something over the last seven days where uh, in the UK alone, vaccines connected to miscarriages Yes. have risen by something like 400% yes. in like two weeks. Yes, I saw that, yeah. In general, miscarriages have gone up, and it's not just in England, it's everywhere. That's the uh, the vaccine um, the vaccine injury website we were talking about. Was it last week? Was it last week? Week before last? No, it was like two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, yeah. But that, that, that website has is, is got a bunch of that on there. And, and yeah, man. There's your, you know, Bill Gates. If we do a good job with vaccines, we can control the population. Bill Gates control says the population, this grow their grow their food, deliver their food mm -hmm. uh, with Man, the drones that it, you know have their DNA implanted in them, so they can track people. Yeah, everybody. And they'll own. keep making they'll keep making food, mm -hmm. right? But they'll keep sucking more and more of the nutrients out of it. So you'll be getting full but you won't be getting what you need from the food right. to sustain yourself. Right. You're getting full, but you're not getting, yeah, you're not getting your full nutritional value. Just empty you're calories. You're not going to get any nutritional value. The empty calorie syndrome. Mm -hmm. um, and people were talking about Bill Gates, you know, doing this stuff 20 years ago. I remember talking about Bill Gates a long time ago. Silent weapons for silent wars. Mm-hmm. 
and then promoting all this vaccine stuff and and I mean his we've said this before but like the foundation the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation it used to be the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation for the for uh population control it literally was but, called that but man he's just a pirate of silicon valley he's just, just a, a nerd, grumpy man. nerd who's just getting nerd. back at all the mean jocks who screwed him over now he's a billionaire why you hating that might be that's not true the That's nerd not, doesn't get the girl. The nerd gets world domination, apparently. Right, right. Well, in Revenge of the Nerds, the, the nerd rapes the girl wearing a Darth Vader mask. Yeah, the nerd so. sexually assaults the Aryan yeah. girl. Yeah, the Jew. The Jew nerd rapes the Aryan girl. Yeah, that, that sounds about right. Yep. Yep. God, don't you just love living in these times? Man, that scene is so disturbing now that I think about it. You know, or, have, or them putting the up, or them, the put, or them putting up uh, secret cameras in the sorority. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't really you know degenerate and depraved at all either. Uh, no. And the way that the psychology of the movie goes is it has you cheering for these people. You know, you're they're the, they're the good guys, but the underdogs they are the ones you want to win. When he when he does that with the girl, you're like, yeah, he got the girl. Yeah, and then they then they use the stolen naked pictures that they got from the cameras mm-hmm. and put them in the bottom of the pies that they were selling and yes to, to yes. win. Yes, so they they illegally took pornographic photographs of girls and used them to cheat their way to win. Uh, yeah, we're we're analyzing, we're pause buttoning one of the Jewish movies in the history of Hollywood, Revenge of the Nerds. Does it really require a pause button no, analysis, really though? I mean, it really doesn't. It doesn't. It's like, no. Yeah. It's a complete and utter Jew dumpster fire. Yeah. I think pause button needs to take the uh, needs to take the road down Disney, like classic Disney, and just start ruining what oh, everybody still holds on to from their easy. childhood. We could, yeah, we could do that. I mean. Yeah, true. Sure. Matt, there's some there's some sure boys away. Crap First of all, I'm not paying Borzoi to do that. I'll do it myself. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say. Like, I, I mean, Borzoi will take suggestions if you if you pay the gentleman. You yeah, know, I mean, hey, true. he's a busy man. He's a busy man. I got I got I had nothing for love for that little Chinese dude. Buy his book. Yes, buy his book. Culture yeah, Drug. I, I bought Antelope his Hill book. Isn't that paying him enough? What's that? I bought his book. I mean, doesn't that count as paying for it? Yes. Anyway, cultured grug. Buy his book. Buy two copies. Buy one for your friends. I did that with. I did that with. Um, John Q. Public's book about Maine. That was good. I bought like four copies of that and gave them away. I bought yeah, what? He's, he's good. Yeah. Well, now I what buy you, books. What and you I need give to do you is just leave your copy out. Leave the second copy out so your coworkers can find it and just say, oh, yeah, you're interested? Here, take it. Just don't say anything else. Yeah. There you go. And then put another one out for the next coworker. I've loaned out The God That Failed Us twice. That That's a really good book. Nice. Which one? The God That Failed Us. Mm. John Q's book. It's mm-hmm, good. Mm-hmm. It is a very good book, yes. John Q's a good writer. Oh man! It's very comp- start- it's it's very comprehensive on on world issues. Mm-hmm. It's, no, it's very good, very very good book. Yeah, maybe I should just start leaving out copies of the coming race so that I would that way I can real pill everybody at work. 
<laughs> there you go. Yeah, that one works. I actually uh, kind of uh, World's Fair pilled a guy today. Nice. Because I got Howdy McCoskey's book. I'm still, I'm still, you know, reading that. I've gone over it a couple times now. It's uh, the section on San Francisco. I've got to get the, I've got to get the books on the fairs, but the one from 1915. Apparently, did you know there was two World's Fairs in San Francisco? There was one in like 1906 that nobody knows about. Yeah. But uh, yeah, this guy was like, he's like, what are you looking at? I was like, I was like, oh, I said, yeah, it's a book about this. I was like, what do you think this is? So what this picture on the cover, what is this? He's like, well, that's Rome. He's like, clearly that's Rome. I'm like, oh, is it? I was like, that's Rome? So I flipped through and I found the, the full spread of the picture. I said, so this picture right here? He's like, yeah, that's Rome. I was like, no, that's the Chicago's World Fair from 1893. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, that's the Chicago's World Fair. World's Fair. That's, they, they, those are temporary buildings. He's like, those are temporary. I was like, yeah, they were temporary. Well, they all, he's like, well, they're not all temporary. I was like, no, only one wasn't temporary. That's the uh, Palace of Fine Arts, which is still there. He's like, huh, interesting. Wait. I was like, yeah, the rest of them all burned down. He's like, what? Huh. Yeah. I was like, yeah. He's like, that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, exactly. That's why I'm reading this book. Because none of that makes any sense. <laughs> Johnny, did you say that one of the San Francisco World's Fairs was in 1906? I believe. I, you know what? I, I might have misquoted the books on the other side of the room. There were two. And it might be 1906 or 1905. I don't remember. No, oh, the, okay. the, well, I'm, no, the, I'm the earthquake was 1906, right? That's the year the earthquake happened. Yeah. No, no. They had... When was there? 1915 was like their their main one, right? San Francisco was 1915. Mm-hmm. And then there's a, the lesser known. It might have been 1905. Where's the book? Oh, it's way over there. My headphones won't reach. Now we're not doing that. All right. Um, but yeah. So I kind of started a guy on that. And of course, he promptly forgot about it. And we went back to talking about like dirt bikes or something, whatever. But for a second, he was interested in the fact that the World's Fairs don't make any sense. And they don't. And they really don't. None of them do. None of the World's Fairs, the locations, um, how they were how they were created, how they were put together. None of that stuff. No. None of them make any sense. Oh, yeah. Jerusalem had a World's Fair. Yes. Yes, they did. Oh. Jerusalem did. 1953. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well, the ones that happened later... Like the the actual like you know like the nineteen fifties nineteen forties, like those were different I think than the ones for yeah. the, the original controllers were doing. Well, yeah, you look at the world of you know just between the two world wars, you look at the the Edwardian world mm-hmm. of you know the nineteen tens, um, right? And it's it's completely different. You have empires, kingdoms, all which was still, you know, right? Which was still, the language even was totally different, right? It was still that like Tartarian esque, you know. The world was still like that. There were we we talked about the electric cars, you know, and airships were still a thing, and you know, we're gonna we're gonna talk about all this in other episodes, but yeah, it's it's the Edwardian world of the 1910s, and it was replaced with this brutalist gross Jewish thing that we have now. Jews love their cement. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's another thing with the cement. Like, so let's say these buildings are made of concrete, right? All this stuff that's concrete that, you know, John Lee are always talking about. What are they pumping concrete with back then? Where's the big concrete truck that turns the concrete, you know? Right. Well, the, and they're, you know, people's excuses. Well, those buildings were only supposed to last for 
however long. Well, then how do they all stick around? Right. Well, the ones that are still it's there. Like the, so the ones that are still there. So so out of the, the was it two hundred buildings they built in in Chicago, the one mm-hmm. the one that survived just happened to be the one that they built to survive, like. They picked one, like in San Francisco, it was like the bird cage in the zoo survived for some reason. The birdhouse, yeah, or yeah. like Nashville, the Parthenon, right? Supposedly was supposed to last eight months, and right. it ended and up it's still there. lasting until the 1990s. It's still there. Like, well, I'm just saying they they re-poured everything with actual like modern concrete in the sure. 90s. Sure. But how did it even last almost 80 years or right. over 80 right. years? When it was, it was 1897 when it was supposed to be temporary uh-huh. or something. There's something else going on. That doesn't on make there. any sense. Yeah. It's almost like we could do an episode on World's Fairs. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna do episodes on World's huh. Fairs. Yeah, we're um we're 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 over time right now, guys. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap this nationalist inquirer up. Uh we did the update on the Satan thing, we did the witches, we did the Morgellons, scary shit. All right. Well, make sure you guys check out our telegram, T skin's kinda itchy. Oh man, stop. T.me slash the Paranormies present. Um, well, also, what is that? I, I got to get some tweezers. Will you stop it? Um, also, uh, those of you who got t shirts that were not um, proper quality, our guy at Dissident Apparel is fixing that. So please email him. Um, but I have seen a lot of people's shirts and they look awesome. So the shirts are. Whatever hiccups we had, the hiccups are gone. The shirts are awesome. The shirts are for sale. Check them out. Dissident Apparel slash Ally slash Paranormies. So Friday, I won't be on the show. I am going to go visit in person the Georgia Guidestones for a on-the-scene Paranormies uh, content. Yes. Uh, content spoop uh, acquirement. Yes. Nice. We are going to have some more on location spoop stuff. Um, we've got a couple of them lined up. Yeah, DB is going to do the Georgia Guidestones and check out some Tartarian architecture in the great state of of Georgia. Georgia. So, yeah, that'll be cool. But check that out. Yeah, uh, DB, you are what? T.me slash chupacabra underscore kennel. Is that you? Yes. And. Yep. And Reinhardt, you are t.me slash Nephilim Hour. Yes. And Jack is t.me slash Jack's internal shit posts. Yes. I got them all right. How about that? God, he sounds like crap on that phone. I know, I know. Jack's not, yeah. It's, Dude, I hate it. It's all right. It's all right. Just be quiet. We've all been there. I know. No, we haven't. It's like we got him a Nokia burner phone from 2007. Oh, God. A brick? <laughs> a Nokia brick? I know people have been knocked out with those things before. No, we didn't spring for the razor. No. It's like the twisted T of phones. Oosh. <laughs> that, twi- that was a great service. meme. That was a great meme. That was a great meme. Yeah. Dude just got knocked the fuck out by twisted <laughs> T. <laughs> I watched that probably 20 times in a row. At anyways. Least, at least. All right. Anyways, we're going to get out of here. Jack is going to do a little Necronormicon for you, and uh, we'll see y'all later. Time travel makes you gay.
Welcome back to another segment of the Necronormicon. Today I'll be reading from For My Legionaries by Cornelio Caudrenu. Which are the characteristic spiritual traits that the leader of a political movement must possess? In my opinion, they are 1. An inner power of attraction. There are no independent, free people in the world. Just as in the solar system, each star follows its own orbit on which it turns around a greater power of attraction. Likewise, people, particularly in the field of political action, gravitate around some attracting personalities. It is the same in the realm of thought. On the outside remain those who neither want to show an interest nor to think. A leader must have such a power of attraction. Some have it over ten people, being thus leaders for them only. Others over a whole village, a county, others over an entire province, country, and some even outside the boundaries of a single country. The individual's capacity to lead is limited by the extent of his inner power of attraction. It is sort of a magnetic force which, if not possessed by a man, renders him incapable of leading. 2. Capacity for love. A leader must love all his comrades in arms. His love must penetrate to the edges of a movement's community. 3. Knowledge and sense of organizing. People attracted within the orbit of a movement must be organized. 4. Knowledge of people. While organizing, one must take into account the principle of the division of labor, using each in his place, according to his aptitudes, and refusing to accept anyone lacking them. 5. The power to educate and to inspire heroism. 6. Mastering the laws of leadership. When a chief has an organized and educated troop, he must know how to lead it into the political battlefield to compete with the other forces. 7. A sense of timing. A chief must have a special sense to indicate to him when to wage a battle. An inner intuition must tell him, now, this minute, neither later nor sooner. 8. Courage. When a leader hears that inner command, he must have the courage to draw out his sword. And 9. The conscious of just and moral objectives to be pursued by honest means. In addition to all the virtues of a soldier that a leader must possess, spirit of sacrifice, resistance, devotion, etc., he must be animated by a spirit of high morality, for there is no lasting victory if it is not based on justice and legality. I'm Jack, and thank you for listening to another segment of the Necronormicon.